0: Hello, and welcome into a new episode of Scarves Up! I'm your host, Nathaniel Mudis, Going over two MOS games that the Sounders had. First against the LA Galaxy, a very glorious 4-3 win at home. And then, things got ugly as 11 players were, were called up by their national team. Then you throw in Roman Torres being still being suspended. Will Bruin's injured. Uh, Re- Rodriguez is injured. Uh, yes, we get Alex Rodon back from injury, but still, that left us uh, with only uh, 12 player uh, field players, so we were allowed to sign uh, two... Two players from uh, Tacoma Defiance. Of course, this is not counting other goalkeepers like like Trey Muse or or um, Brian Meredith, who are, are fine to go. But just a horrific game against Colorado, falling 2-0. Never going to end well. However, right now, the Sounders still sit in second place. I got two guests joining me today. Uh, it's time to bring in uh, our first guest, who's going to discuss uh, the LA Galaxy game with me. Welcome to the podcast, Sophia. So let's go over uh, the, the LA Galaxy game. The first goal uh, didn't come till first half stoppage time, Ra- Raul Roy Diaz. Just a tap-in, goalkeeper, nowhere in sight. Thoughts on this first goal?
1: It was very exciting. Um, uh, Really, I think a lot of the credit should go to uh, Nico Lodiero, who uh, really uh, reacted very quickly to the first shot being stopped and got it back across into the center so quickly that the LA Galaxy defense could basically just stand there and
0: not do anything. Yeah, we know you're a big Christian Rodon fan. He would make it 2-0 in the 55th yes. minute. Pass by Morris. Thoughts on the second goal?
1: Yes, was, I loved that goal. So he kept it under control, just went by two people, and just perfectly aimed into the into the right side of the
0: net. Uh, first time that Zlatan came up to Seattle... Uh, first time you got to, we get to see him play in person, what did you think of uh, Zlatan's performance in this game?
1: Uh, I think Zlatan is very tall, and he used that to his advantage, but other than that, he seemed to just kind of stand in front of the goal and wait for someone to kick it to him, and didn't really seem to want to do anything other than that. So watching him was not very exciting, honestly. He seemed kind of
0: more like a non-factor. Um. Though they did have more... He did have more shots than than the Sounders, like, combined. They had uh, nine shots on target. Sounders only with six. Uh, Seven Fry definitely coming up with some good saves. Yeah, yeah also they had... They had uh, 50... They had 60%... Uh, sixty percent of the possession to the there's forty percent. Yes, that makes sense.
1: It felt like the it felt like the Galaxy had the ball a lot of the time,
0: especially in the first half. So Zlatan scores on the header, uh, just completely unmarked. I don't know how that happened. Mm-hmm. Their second goal, um, which it would make it two two, um, and Tuna is just the first to react. Thought that this might be offside, but uh, he's definitely on uh, unlucky. um, Just an unlucky bounce and uh, puts it away. You see, Zlatan's best move there was
1: getting out of the way. See, he's better when he doesn't do anything.
0: (laughs) But then Jordan Morris just showing off his speed again two minutes later. Sounders have the lead. That goal was
1: incredible. It just came out of nowhere. It was just like perfect give and go from two different people for Morris, He was just so in control. And the timing was just incredible.
0: The keeper had no chance. And then uh, the unlikeliest of uh, circumstances, the left-back um, Jorgen uh scores, and this was just – this was a, a, a good ball-in, just he going forward, and then he finished his first time. It, we just can't live, uh, leave him this open. Uh, yeah, I heard, I saw on
1: the internet that he hadn't scored in goal in almost three years, so I guess congratulations to him. But, yeah, it seemed like a really good service in to him, and no one was marking him. So that was
0: on the founders. Uh, but Christian Rodon would get his second of the game in the 89th minute. Just back post, Brad Smith. Well, it was Morris to Brad Smith across the goal. Uh, and then Christian Rodon there to finish. And uh, Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. it's-
1: You could really tell when
0: you were watching watching that one back that Brad Smith had
1: just come on off the bench, and he looked very ready to go, just totally outran his defender, got around him, got the ball into Roldan. He just had an easy finish. Uh,
0: And the Sounders getting the victory, and it would have felt like a loss if this ended 3-3, so it 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 was good that they got the victory, but we got to clean up. We've been netting in a lot of goals. We lot in three. Of course, we yeah, let in two that against Colorado. Crazy. But, yeah, seven goals, six of them, and one half. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy game. Crazy um, entertaining, though. Uh, also, we got to see uh, Emmanuel Succini because he, he came in in the 40th, uh, 40th minute. Uh, after there was a collision with Jordy DeLem and Arega, And we could tell from, from far away uh, that uh, it was a serious head injury uh, 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 there. Uh, but Jordy DeLem did go away. It was part of the ten people who went away on international uh, duty. Uh, any last thoughts? Sounders moved up to second... In this game, you got to be on the field for the first time ever at Link Field. I did to be... I'd never been on the field at CenturyLink before.
1: It was really interesting to get a different viewpoint. It looks like a giant stadium from the, from, from the field level. Uh, it,
0: it, it was, was the fine, first... My, my, posi- my position holding the banner was right at the top of the box. Yep, so I was holding kind of the, the point. Field. And, and <laughs> yeah. uh... I, as people, um... Uh, and and for this game especially uh where it seems like attendance for the Sounders has been dwindling uh, dwindling a little bit it looked like a full house uh yeah they there. Had it won was whole it half was of packed the,
1: half of the upper upper level open and it was pretty
0: packed not 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 the 70,000 of Atlanta, but uh, but still very, very intimidating great yeah, atmosphere like well, thanks for stopping by on the podcast, Sophia. We will Happy hope to see you later. Good. good to talk to you,
1: Nat. I'll sign
0: off now. Thanks again to Sophia Maymoudis for joining the Scarves Up podcast family of guests as we welcome uh, the one and only David Maymoudis back into the show.
2: Hello, everyone.
0: We're getting good now. This talk is going to take a turn because we have to talk about the game against Colorado, and we we're not really going to talk too much about this game because this game was boring and bad, and the man, the the bad, the guy with bad hair and a weird little bad mustache scored two goals.
2: And usually we don't cover, you know, Sounders three or four or whatever this this team was that we had played Sounders with thirteen exactly. players unavailable. All uh,
0: right. So many people either out, injured, uh, suspended, uh, or on international duty, and uh, the Sounders really could have used them, especially when there was a couple of them uh, who didn't even, like, feature uh, in, uh, in their international games. Uh, for instance, Christian Rodon did not play at all against Mexico.
2: Very frustrating to not have him available for the Saunders game.
0: He was on the bench at least. You can't say that about Gustav Svensson. Gustav Svensson got called to the Sweden team, didn't even make the 18.
2: Now obviously for these players' careers, a lot of them do want to make their international team someday. It's good for them to get to be with the national coach, train with the players. So you can't say there's no value whatsoever. But... Um, I can't say that many people, and certainly nobody in Seattle, is happy with how the international breaks are being handled. So This
0: has always been a problem for the Sounders team. Uh, right, which, and which I guess in, you, could, you, could, you could
2: say this is a roster construction issue. You know, if you get players from Italy or Spain there's not going to be any risk of them cover- being called up to the national team.
0: Yeah, but so the Sounders,
2: it... by going for players from some of these weaker countries, uh, have had this problem a little bit more.
0: Yeah, but I guess that's also... I don't think you can blame the Sounders for, for who they're bringing, because we're not going after the stars like Zlatan. We are bringing in people, and then because our club is amazing... They grow and then they want them. Christian Rodon is the perfect example of this. Sure. Comes
2: out of UW, now he's in the national team pool. You know, but if you sign Zlatan Ibrahimovic and David Beckham, you know there's no chance of them getting called into the national team because they're fifty-seven years old.
0: It, it's, it, uh, the, is a true point. But if this game was played, when it was supposed to be played, Sanders get it would give. Probably gotten an easy three points. We were flying high at the beginning of the season. uh, And Colorado was just looking abysmal. Uh,
2: Just like bad refereeing decisions, you can't really control for them. The secret is just, you know, it's your job. If the referee is going to make a bad call and cost you a goal, you'd better be winning by two goals when it happens. MOS has,
0: this is just something that MOS has got to change. The Premier League stops every international break. Uh, There are no games, so teams never have to go through this. So M O S either has to do one or two things. One of them is not going to happen because M O S is not going to ever change
2: their schedule. um, And take the whole summer off. And take the summer off. Seems about as likely as promotion and relegation does. Exactly. It's never going to happen. But
0: what does need to happen is... They uh, never have games during um, uh, during international breaks. Maybe that means that there's gonna that there has to be less CONCACAF games, like the CONCACAF Nations League, which no one asked for, um, but which would be totally fine. Maybe there have to be more weekday games in MOS and more games on weird days. Uh, like you see in the Premier League, more games on Mondays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays, uh, which would would also be fine if we want to if we want to see teams playing the best players to the best stuff their ability and not have crappy games like this, which
2: so was now, not
0: entertaining at all.
2: Yeah, you know, Ladero and Ship were not enough of an attack to uh, get things going. Um, moving on, you know, what's the next game coming up for the Sounders? I guess we have the Red Bulls coming in on Saturday.
0: So, yeah, Sounders are st- still in second place. Uh, five games left. Three are at home. The two away games are in San Jose and in New York. No, not in New York. My bad. New York's coming. Uh, ne- next week, two Century I think that game was just changed. That's at 3 p.m. Pacific uh, time now. Sounders will be going to DC, get to see Wayne Rooney at the new uh, Audi Field. Uh, But it's five games. If we can, these are all games that we should be able to win. If we uh, can not get, if we don't lose, any of these games, I think it is I think the Sounders will lock down second place. Four wins in a draw, second place. In my in my head.
2: Okay, there's a big three wins. I totally agree with you that, you know, thirteen points would be enough to do it. Whether five points would be enough to do it is a different question. So I think the Sounders yeah. you know, not losing isn't enough. They need to win some of these games. Yeah. And, you know, if they can get ten points out of this out of this stretch of matches, that's probably enough.
0: And especially since uh, we're playing uh, teams. We're playing two of the teams that are chasing us. Uh, Minnesota and San Jose are both going to be huge, huge games. I'm Dallas, games and Dallas. In Dallas. Dallas at, at um, home at Century Link Field. Our games against Dallas are always so weird because, and the New York Red Bulls for that matter, um, the home team always usually dominates. Uh, so
2: the good news is the Sounders control their own destiny, but they've definitely got some work to do. Uh, we'll hope we have all of our players back for this next weekend.
0: We'll be looking at... Maybe a, even
2: Victor Rodriguez.
0: Yeah, we'll be looking at uh, the rest of the league. There's a bunch of midweek games uh, happening where uh, of, of Western con- uh, uh, conference teams playing... One another, Colorado and the Galaxy, Houston, Minnesota. We also have Lake San Jose are all are three big, big games that have a that will determine a lot of how the playoff uh, the playoffs look. Uh, uh, unfortunate, uh, the Timbers were able to sneak out a victory against SKC. Uh, yesterday, so very, very, very late.
2: Crowded um, Western Conference just stays crowded. As they
0: get uh, above the line, and LA Galaxy moves below now. Uh, Benny helper scoring. Uh, you can tell by the look on his face, he did not mean to do that.
2: Yep, uh, a bad cross, uh, but it goes in the upper corner, yeah, as they so. sometimes do.
0: And the Sounders unable to catch, with their Sounders lost to Colorado. We are unable to catch... Um, LaFC. So the Sounders' now.
2: dreams of the supporter shield for this time, which looked so good at the beginning of the season, it's not going to happen. LaFC very close to clinching first place. I guess just only Minnesota can catch them.
0: Um, Minnesota is the only team that can catch. Yeah, that can catch them. But um, in the West,
2: increasingly likely that LaFC will come in first in the West. Right, they still have a little more but, work to do to come in. To claim the shield if they
0: win one or two more games about then they then they'll win the supporter shield as well and clinch home field uh, all the way through the playoffs even though they did even though they uh lost him, they just lost uh, they, they lost it at home recently and then they tied to Orlando. Um, after they were behind for a lot of that game, so starting to slip up not a little. Not looking so invincible. Yep. Just quickly, before we go, the Mexico U.S. game, the U.S. looking absolutely horrific in this game.
2: Obviously, now, I, I'm missing of- some players, uh, but still, yeah, did not look good.
0: I'm part of the group that says uh, we should bring back Klinsman because the U.S. haven't looked good since 2014. Uh, would you like Klinsman? Do you like Berhalter? Would you like him to stop bringing in pe- people, uh, stop having a little bit of a MOS bias and Columbus bias and well, calling in people who he used to coach I don't like Jassy Zardes and Will Trapp?
2: I don't want to focus too much on what's happening right now. I think the important thing is, you know, making sure we're in that twenty twenty two World Cup. So we've got a long ways to go before we get there. So I don't want to complain too much about who wins or loses the friendlies now.
0: Exactly. We got three years for us to fire him and hire uh, Jurgen. i not convinced Klinsman
2: is the answer, um, but yeah, it'll. You know, I hope somebody gets their act together. Uh, I don't know what the best U.S. team is, but it doesn't seem like we've seen it lately.
0: But Thank you again, David, for joining me uh, today on the show. I'll see you next time.
2: Okay, and until then, we'll be keeping our...
0: Scarves up!